Welcome to the Top 8 Movies Podcast, presented by Top 8 Media. Every week we share top 8 lists from movie lovers across the globe. We also dive into actors and actresses' top 8 movies according to IMDb scores. And hear many reviews from our resident film reviewer, Mike Morgan, as he reflects on his top 8 films of each of the last 34 years. We have special edition top 8 lists on more specific topics from the movie industry. Send us your top 8 list to be read out on future episodes. Just DM us on Instagram at top underscore 8 underscore media. Thanks for tuning in and let's crack on with the show. Welcome back everybody to Top 8 Movies from Top 8 Media where we dissect Top 8 lists from the audience and the industry as a whole. This intro is getting better every time I do it. I'm a huge movie lover with a really long historical background in watching many films of my dad when he was a film critic, which is why we do episodes about his films. I'm sat down with my co-host Jessica Rose Johnson, who's also a hardcore movie buff. And yes, there are films that we haven't seen that we should have, and it's unacceptable. We understand, and we feel feel about that way about each other. Jess, <laughs> I, I definitely yes feel, feel a little little guilt for some of the movies I haven't seen yet, but. I also love being exposed to movies I haven't heard of before. So this has been a really fun journey and I'm happy to be on it with you. Yeah, thank you. And I really encourage people to, um, yeah, go back to the last episode. We did Brad Pitt's list and um, there's some really emotional movies in that list. Um, and I loved it. I thought it was really, really cool. So it's probably one of my favorite episodes we've ever done, actually, that one. It was really good. But today we're going to have a lot of fun because we're talking about Disney Pixar. I don't want to be just focusing on you know uh full action films and this and that and serious dramas i really want us to look at the kids stuff well kids stuff i think disney pixar's for adults really let's be honest um there's plenty in it for us so um today will be really really fun going through it so this is a box office take by the way everybody we're doing today so this is the eight films from pixar that took the most money and before you ask frozen is not pixar it's just disney okay it's come up at work i was talking about that like surely frozen will be number one because it's not Pixar. So we're in the clear, everyone. Uh, before we do that, as always, we kick off with polls from the week gone by. So get involved, everybody, in our polls over on uh, Instagram uh, stories. So go and check it out. So it's a really cool polls you can get involved in. So I asked the audience, what films beginning with B would be in your list? So the really cool thing about this is I did two polls. So one set of four, another set of four. So I, I, I did that day. I just wanted extra, extra pole action. So let's look at the first one, which was Batman, any from the history of Batmans, Bad Boys, one, two, or three, Bambi, random, and Big. So quite a vast list here. I'm really sad to say, heartbreakingly, with 0% votes is Bambi. Poor Bambi and poor Bambi's no. mum. They don't even get honoured here which is terrible uh in second place because there's a joint top is big so that's really cool tom hanks you've done all right mate and in top spot drawing well, there's a load of drawers come up everyone i don't know what's happened it's just drawers all over the place batman and bad boys are battling it out with 40 percent each um i'm happy with that i like both so uh yeah what do you think about just about that list what did you go for i can't remember batman i that is that is 
Batman and X-Men. Those were my superheroes growing up. So uh, Bad Boys is good too. And I am not surprised nobody liked Bambi. Like to this day, I think everyone's just like, that is the saddest Disney movie. So that, that doesn't surprise me. I always love the movies you come up with, fun polls, nice diversity all over the place. So I love it. Yeah, I think that's very important just to mix it up in that way. But um, But yeah, well done. I would like to see those in the film together, Will Smith and uh, Ben Affleck. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, but we'll see and our next one was Black Hawk Down Blade Runner you know the original or the recent one Black Panther and Bugsy Malone I want to put Bugsy in because I love Bugsy Malone uh, and in last place was Bugsy Malone sadly I'm not too surprised with the audience quite young that follow this uh, Blade Runner it was in second place and drawing is Black Hawk Down and Black Panther 33% each, which I think is probably fair enough. Um, I went for Black Panther because I just thought it was epic. Uh, what did you go for, Jess? That was a hard choice for me. I went with Black Hawk Down just because I'm I'm a Marine and the military aspect of it, but Black Panther is such a, oh, just an amazing film too. So I think my personal connection outweighed as to the movie performance, but good choices again. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. I have a lot of fun. It's my favorite thing of the day, actually sitting down for work and because I work nights, sitting down at work and creating a poll. And everyone works like, oh, what did you vote for? They come up to me. How's it getting on? So that's really, really fun. Um, so thank you, everybody. And at the end, we, I wanted to do um, a poll about lesser known films or more cinema films. We're very, it seems very mainstream so far on the show and Instagram and stuff. So I want to show that we're not just mainstream. So that felt really good. So today we are looking at Disney Pixar. We're not going to spend as much time today as we normally would, everyone, if that's okay. Um, I love Pixar, but it's not like a, a, an in-depth view of cinema, is it, that we're going to be going into like the other ones, sadly. But they're, they're really awesome. So we just we just want to read out the list and share our quick thoughts on it. So in eighth place is Monsters University. So that's the second one of the Monsters, uh, which opened in 2013. It took $740 million. It's in dollars, everyone, because there's a lot of Americans listening. Starring the voices of Billy Crystal, Helen Mirren, and John Goodman. A look at the relationship between Mike and James during their days at Monsters University when they weren't necessarily best friends. So we're kind of going back in time to when they first met. Super fun, super awesome. I'm glad it's got into the list. I like the first one too. Did you like um did you like this, Jess? I definitely like the first one better. The first one made me cry a whole lot more. I'm a sucker for <laughs> for for all Disney and Pixar movies, I love them. And it's it's fun. I was like a good prequel too. So it kind of continued the story, gave us more behind the scenes as who they are and what they are. So definitely a, a good pick for a top eight. Yeah, definitely, definitely. This is gonna be super speed guys, I told you. In sixth place is Coco, which I love because that's the name of my cat, uh, which opened in 2017. It took $807 million which I'm really happy about because it wasn't the most obvious one that they'd release. I'm glad. But the voices of Gail Garcia Bernal, love him, Anthony Gonzalez and Benjamin Bratt. Uh, it's an aspiring musician, Miguel, confronted with his family's ancestral ban on music. He enters the land of the dead to find the great, great grandfather who was a legendary singer. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. I love this film so much. It's so beautiful. He just wanted to sing and it was banned. And he went to the land of the dead to see his grandfather. It's so gorgeous, so beautiful. And I'm happy it's in the list. I'm very surprised. I loved it. Have you seen this one, Jess? I haven't seen it yet, but every time this gets brought up, I'm like, man, I really need to see it. Cause just like you said, it's such a 
sweet story. I'm like, I need to see this movie. And I was, I was kind of surprised at how popular it was because this is still a relatively new one. So that was, that was exciting for me and just a reminder of how awesome of a movie this is and how I really need to, I need to get on it and go see it. Well, it's 2017. So I think Pixar by just alone now because of the name, people just go and watch it. No, it's Pixar. It's going to watch it. So I think it's 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 come out at a time where it would get more eyes on it than at the beginning, um, which I just find interesting because I'm not sure how Elementals got on the one that's just come out. I presume again just by its name. I I, I didn't enjoy it to be honest. Elemental. Um, so as we see on the show, we're not my cup of tea. I we're very positive. Um, it really was not my cup of tea, and I thought they dropped the ball a little bit. So, um, but I bet it's still going to make loads of money because everyone knows Pixar. So my political view there has been shared. But Coco is gorgeous and beautiful. I think you'll love it. And just because it centers around music too, it's just so gorgeous. Um, so yeah, check it out, everyone. In sixth place is Inside Out. This this did so well with the critics as well. Opened in 2015. It took $858 million. So on the voices, the voices of Amy Pooler, uh, Bill Hader, and Diane Lane. After young Riley is uprooted from her Midwest life and moved to San Francisco, her emotions, joy, fear, anger, disgust, and sadness conflict on how best to navigate a new city, house, and school. I love Inside Out. It was so unique. It was so different. And because I have a the psychology background, my coaching and my mental health podcast and all that, it was right up my street. Um, and it was just so clever. And that's all I can say. It was one of my favorite Pixar's of all time. So I'll share that. How, how are you getting on with this one, Jess? Could be very shocking here. I have not seen it. I cannot of all the movies. I know. Same with the the mental health background here. It's I have heard nothing but great things about it. Um, my younger people in my life have shared about how much that movie meant to them, and that's a really cool thing is having a movie that will actually talk about the emotional aspect because we don't we don't talk about it enough. Um, we, you and I could talk about it all day, right? So I, I can't believe I haven't just sat down and watched this movie yet. I think I'm just like, man, it's a great movie. I don't even have to watch it to know it's a great movie just because of how many young people in my life have expressed how great this movie has impacted their life. So I'm happy to have it and happy to see it in the top eight. That's cool. Well, as we know from our last episode with uh, Brad Pitt, I've encouraged you to watch 12 Years a Slave was your homework from that episode. So this will be your homework for this episode. Two different films. I'd probably watch this one after that one to, to sort of make you feel less emotional. But this is very emotional, too. But um, that would be my little mini homework for you for, the, for this episode. I love a good cry in a movie, so... <laughs> Okay, in fifth place is one of the original classics, Finding Nemo, uh, 2003, taking 940 million. Strong voices of Ellen DeGeneres, William Willem Defoe, and Alexander Gould. After his son is captured in the Great Barrier Reef and taken to Sydney, a timid clownfish sets out on a journey to bring him home with complications along the way. It's so weird reading out that bio after I've seen it so many times my little one. I know that bio. I could have written that bio. Um, but yeah, it's an absolute classic. Of course, it's in the list. I thought it was really cool. Um, that's all I can say, really. How about you? Yeah, I love all the different themes that come up in it. This is definitely one I've seen more than once. And all the fun, the the joy, the the jokes, the... Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was great. And there's not there's not many movies that 
I watch more than once. I think I do lean towards a lot more of the Disney Pixar's watching them a lot more because there's just these great feel good movies. You know, I probably didn't cry as much in this one as I did Monsters, Inc., but <laughs> it hits you in some good feels. Yeah, it certainly does. And like I said, these films, they're certainly for the adults as well. So, you know, it's win-win. I get to rewatch them all again because my stepson, so that's always fun. Okay, and speaking of Nemo, he might have a little friend called Dory who's found her way in the fourth spot. Finding Dory opened in 2016. This is our first one to take billion, so $1.02 billion. Sound of Voices, Ellen Generous, Idris Elba, oh hey, and Dominic West. Friendly but forgetful Dory begins a search for her long-lost parents, and everyone learns a few things about the real meaning of family along the way. I haven't actually, I'm trying to think, have I seen this? I'm not too sure. I watched the trailer, I was like, hmm, I must have. I feel sad that I don't or did or don't remember, um, but I'm going to say it was awesome, right? Was it? Yeah, I I was I was surprised that it, it came above Finding Nemo, but I think it's one of those, it's always hard for movies to have sequels or prequels or, I call it one, like, a side story come off. I think that because Finding Nemo had so much great love and stories and it was a very unique story in itself that it helped make Finding Dory a good movie as well because you kind of want to know more about Dory. You know, where'd she come from? How did she get to where she was today? So I think a good movie. Surprising that it beat out Finding Nemo, but I think it's still a cute movie nonetheless. Yeah, well, it was 13 years later so like we talked about earlier i think that helped it as well um people might have gone back and watched nemo mightn't they on like dvd or blu-ray or whatever or streaming and then went and saw this if they hadn't seen it already so i it's a shame these things don't include um like stream and um, blu-ray sales stuff like that because i think it'd be very different wouldn't it I'd, I'd imagine that's like the music industry isn't it it'd be the same thing if you actually bought cds these days it'd be completely different but anyway that's that's when i do top eight music for another time right in third place is toy story free um we knew that toy story would get on here at some point opened in 2010 1.06 billion dollars starring the voices of tom hanks tim allen and john kuzak right can you get confusing everybody because there's like what 100 toy stories now the toys are mistakenly delivered to daycare center instead of the attic right before andy leaves for college oh and it's up to Woody to convince the others that they weren't abandoned and return home. It's actually quite a good story because you have to convince them that it wasn't on purpose. It's actually got some layers here. And if you're connected to Andy in any way, you're like a feeling emotional friend. He's gone off to uni. You know, we're all feeling that as well. Um, so I'm trying to remember, is this the one with, the, there was one with a purple teddy bear. It was quite yeah, scary. I, I was this doing one? the same thing. I think That's it is this one. Oh. Hmm. No, I'm pretty sure it's the daycare that the purple teddy bear. Yeah, they're trying in. to escape, and there's some horrible bit with a shredder or something, if I remember, in it, which was terrifying. Um, but anyway, um, I kind of liked all of them. I can't even tell you which one I like the most, but I love the storyline to this one. I'd say. What about you? Yeah, I think that's that's where we get kind of difficult to like. Okay, which one was two? Which one was three? Which one's, you know, what? Uh, I do think that's another piece. Like you just said with Finding Nemo and Dory, that the time distance between these movies that really helps skyrocket. I mean, the story is already so popular, and then the further we get along, the more people can go see it and stuff. I think Tearjerker it gets me every time. Right? I was that kid that grew up. Maybe Toy Story. Maybe I'll blame Toy Story. 
but I literally felt like, you know, like my stuffed animals have feelings. I can't get rid of them, right? I have to love them forever. So the, the scene where he gets reunited, you're just like, oh, like it's such a beautiful moment that it makes me want to go I'm like okay what are my toys and bins that I need to put on a shelf to remind them that I love them but also kind of honoring that inner child I think like you said these movies aren't just for kids there's a lot of scenes where there's jokes right that goes over kids heads but this is a great way to to remind us that it's okay to still have that inner child it's okay to still like the things that we liked when we were younger you know it's just the societal piece that makes us feel pressure to nod or to put the toys away and we don't have enough joy and play in our lives so i think these movies are such a fun reminder of that that peace and that need in our life definitely as soon as you said that by the end of child it's kind of like because he's going off to college and it's a little bit about him really as well um it gives us permission to uh yeah remember our days more so than one and two so i know we get way too deep about the disney pixar film but <laughs> yeah, it feels good uh, so I wonder, there's another Toy Story in second spot, but what will it be, everyone? It's actually number four. So one and two didn't even make it in the top eight, which I was like, what? So it's actually number four, which took $1.07 billion. Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, and Jordan Peele. A new toy called Forky, who is hilarious. When I watched the trailer, I forgot about how good Forky was. Joins Woody and the gang. A road trip alongside old and new friends reveals how big the world can be for a toy. I love this. This was more about the story of the toys themselves and what it was to be a toy and being out there in the world. So it's getting deeper the more they're making them. Um, and uh, just watching the trailer, I was like, yeah, this was really, really cool. How about you? Yeah, I think that's a that's a good way to put it, right? The focus then kind of shifts on the toys themselves and <laughs> Forky, I did the same thing. I was like, oh my gosh. But it brings you back to that imagination piece that we said, like, Forky, like that was that was like the greatest toy. So think back when you were a kid, what was something that you created that as an adult, you probably were like, what the heck is this? You know, and just that that joy piece and seeing again, the story continues. The story's not over for them. So I love that. And um happy to see that the Toy Story franchise made it pretty high up since it's definitely been an impact on my life. Definitely lovely, uh, lovely roundup of that one. It's great. Nothing else to say there. It's um, oh, Forky, you're the best. Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right, then, guys, to wrap up, we have number one, which is Incredibles 2. <laughs> Let's be clear. It's not number one. And that opened in 2018. It took $1.2 billion, which is insane. Starring the voices of Holly Hunter, Samuel L. Jackson, and Huck Milner. The Incredibles family take on a new mission, which involves a change of family roles. Bob Parr must manage the house while his wife, Helen, goes out to save the world. Now, just politically, it's like, well done, Pixar. You know, it's about time that a uh, female superhero gets the role, especially in cartoon land. So I loved it. Just politically, I was like, yeah, let's do this. So um, that was really, really cool. Um, like, but then saying that, like, I have to say, I watched Incredibles 1 the other day with my stepson. I thought, oh, I'm struggling here. It's very slow to get going. And it was all about his character, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't, this isn't Pixar, is it?" So that was, I, that was, I had very mixed emotions. It felt very uncomfortable. How do you feel about the Incredibles? I, I have to admit, Incredibles are not my cup of tea, not in my my top. I have seen them, and it was like we said, you know, the getting to watch it as an adult, you know, different perspective. 
and a, a bit funny to see the character, the societal roles reversed, right? Where she's the one that's out going and he's trying to figure out how to, to manage the house. So that was a bit of um, a bit of humor that you can see from you know our adult perspective. I was surprised that it was number one. Um, I know I think it's just more I'm personally tied to some of the other stories and the feelings behind it, um, especially with Toy Story, I'm really connected to the feelings behind Toy Story and behind Monsters, Inc. So I think those those are in a bit more of a special place in my heart. I think maybe it's them, them trying to combine superheroes and, you know, Pixar and kids films is probably very clever, isn't it? It's a very clever, creative idea to mix those two genres because superhero stuff so huge, especially that was 2018. So, you know, that was it. It's pump. Um, just before the pandemic and everything so um kind of makes sense but yeah i'm surprised that like, you are like things like neo and stuff weren't near the top and some things miss out completely but um yeah they're good but it's interesting that we both feel that same way it's not interesting um but yeah it's a really, really cool list and i know kids are listening to the show but if you so happen to do it then um hope this this has done you proud but uh yeah it's all good so thank you for listening everybody that was a little bit short shorter than our usual which is probably a good thing every now and again but we are going to look at the last poll of the week so this was like two days ago from when i'm recording so head over to instagram everybody instagram stories daily polls uh let's take a look okay so yeah our last poll of the week was actually lesser known movies that may or may not have stood out to you. Which one would you choose out of these? Now, a lot of people said, never heard of that, never heard of that, never heard of that. But that's why I did it. I wanted to see where my audience is at as far as the lower lower and lesser known stuff. So it was Spirited Away, City of God, Requiem for a Dream, and Hard Candy. So in the fourth place is Hard Candy, 11%. In third place is Spirited Away with 13%. And then City of God and Requiem for a Dream both had 38 So they drew. Um, these are all four films I've seen from back in the day. And um, I'm really happy for those two to be top because I really enjoy both of them. Jess, have you seen any of these? Did you know what they were? So when I heard the poll, I was like, I don't know what any of these are. And then later I was like, oh, wait, I know what Spirited Away is. I've seen that movie. Oh, that's a good movie. So it was kind of this like, I think like an hour or two after I, I did, uh, looked at the poll, I was like, oh, I actually do know that movie. I feel so silly. But uh, it's it's fun, too, because it's another way to expose yourself to movies you've never heard of and maybe go look them up. And maybe a listener will say, I've never heard of that movie either. What's that movie about? And expand people's movie experiences. Yeah, well, City of God is, you know, um, these kids in the slums and and their, their journey through all that. It was very powerful. Record for a Dream is Jared Leto is one of his first films. It's a bit like um, Train Spotting. There's, there's a lot of drug taking and like weird scenes while they're on drugs. It's very beautiful. Um, it's not beautiful. It's very dark, but it's beautifully made anyway. And Hard Candy is just a really, really hard topic. So it's, um, if anybody's interested, it's um, a pedophile that tries to get girls but she knew that and then entraps him gets abducted but is prepared turns a table and tortures him to find out his you know why does he do it in his psychology it sounds really messed up it's so emotional and you will cry in it like seeing the tables turned and somehow like who am i supposed to feel for here this is like it's really really confusing psychology for the brain and if you want to be tested like that then I recommend it. It's very, very interesting. I'm not going to say it's good. It's interesting um, in itself, which is quite powerful, isn't it? So 
so there you go that wraps us up what a weird end to a disney mix honest that was talking about hard candy but um but again stories are told and sometimes we need to listen to watch but uh yeah thank you jessica rose that was really really fun today but yeah jessica rose are you excited for our our first milestone episode 10 special edition yeah this is so exciting i i love talking about movies and i love being a part of this and getting people to send their feedback in. I love when people send in their top eight list because it's it's nice to see where other people land in movies I haven't heard of and, you know, opens my experience even more. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. You know, this is just uh, an idea I came up with about four weeks ago and here we are. <laughs> working towards episode 10 um but i've loved it i've wanted some, a creative outlet it was just fun not so deep like all my well-being stuff so i've learned so far so if you are enjoying it guys you know subscribe to whatever platform you w- listen on uh, give us a rating that'd be really cool send us your lists and um the better it do the better it does the more we can we can produce you know it's the old classic you know if i can get ads on this everyone then then it makes money and then we can like do more episodes i mean jessica rose can earn some money from it which would be really great and then maybe top eight media can open up and we can do top eight music podcast and there'd be like top at tv loads of different cool stuff but i can't do that yet so i've got two jobs so help me out guys <laughs> that'll be you know well, i don't need you don't, don't need to pay me everyone i just need you to listen and then that generates money so do it for us do it for us please uh, which should be great but thank you for listening for everybody and we will see you next week for episode 10 special edition Send us your top eight list today to top underscore eight underscore media on Instagram today. If you find it too hard to create your top eight of all time, then why not a top eight from a certain actor, actress, genre, or director? You can even make it more niche. For example, the top eight films set in space. Your list could inspire. So join the top eight media contributors today. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week.